Welcome to Dream Business Radio, the place to create your dream business now. Get ready for some inspiration, some encouragement, some proven business building strategies, and a couple of new ideas that you haven't even thought of. It's time to leave slow and steady as she goes to the other entrepreneurs, because this program is all about speed and fast results. And now, broadcasting from his floating home somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean, the dream business coach himself, Jim Palmer. Well, hello there, everyone. This is Captain Jim Palmer, the dream business coach, with another fantastic interview. I am so excited. This is actually a returning guest, John Matheson, and he is doing something. The reason I'm having him back is John has a program that I first interviewed him, I think it was about a year ago, and he's just having amazing success with it, and plus, it's going to be such a help to so many small business owners. So I'm going to read his professional bio. He is the CEO of Commercial Loan Success, a software and education platform designed to help small business owners and property investors make more informed financing decisions. Using the Commercial Loan Success loan analysis software platform, commercial borrowers and commercial lenders are able to communicate more effectively and borrowers are able to approach commercial lenders more confidently. And I got to tell you, with someone who used to go through that many years ago, it, it is a very big thing to have confidence walking into a bank. Through commercial loan success, John hopes to provide the resources and educational materials that small business owners, entrepreneurs, and real estate investors can use to confidently obtain financing and grow their business profitably all without being at the mercy of predatory lenders. John is also the managing member of Jay Healy Development, LLC. The company specializes in developing new projects into sustainable properties. John has been in the property development business for 26 years and has been involved in transactions for developing, permitting, and or financing. The financing completed projects totaling over $50 million. Through Jay Healy, John focuses on making multifamily mixed-use storage and other commercial development properties more green and sustainable, lessening a property's footprint while increasing its value. All worthwhile goals. How you doing, John? Oh, I'm great, Jim. And it's funny. You know, I listened to that, and, and now everybody knows my age, right? Because yep. when you start out in your 20s, you've got about two sentences. In your 30s, you know, it's about four. And then when you get to be years in my age, now there's a couple of paragraphs of stuff and you just go, oh, that is <laughs> so long. It's so bad. I'm so old. Yeah. I know. Listening to the intros is always funny. And, you know, every it's no secret. I mean, you and I who do interviews, we have what's called a one sheet. And it's to help the sure. person who may not know us introduce, introduce us properly. But listening to that is always like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like, oh, my gosh. So, yeah. So I'm so excited. I think it was about a year ago when I first interviewed you and, and, you know, with all the success that you had through, you know, through the development company and with real estate and things like that. When I first interviewed you, John, you were kind of just getting off the ground, having some success with the commercial loan success. And um, as you and I were just talking the other day, I mean, this thing is really taking off in a big way. So, I mean, are, do you feel like, um, what is that whack-a-mole? Do you have so many things going on? <laughs> so many projects and it's hard to keep up or what? Yeah. So uh, as an entrepreneur, everybody listening, right? We'll all agree on one thing. We're, we're all broke, right? But what we're broke on is time. We're just time broke. I mean, yeah. you just don't have enough time to do all the things that you want to do. So you start to prioritize. 
and you know, for me, what's what's relevant. The reason I leave in when we talk about our software, I leave that that commercial real estate developer part of my bio because that's how I got involved in the software. Just like everybody on the call, like you said about yourself, you know, you're building your core business and you're going through recessions coming out the other side and, you know, you're starting up or you're, you're, you could be a brand new person and you know, you need some kind of capital to grow today. Yeah. And it's so such a, it's such a linchpin for so many people. Yeah. I mean, you when know? I, in my business, which is, I mean, just not the newsletter per se or coaching, but, you know, there's so many businesses today that are service-based businesses where it's, it's um, a person, an individual performing a service, right? Copywriting, coaching, it doesn't matter. And so there's no real office. There's no 12 people with files and all kinds of assets. You know, we work outside of our home. Yeah. You know, and it's like the, the bankers look at you like, well, what are you going to put up? I'm like, dude, I've already got five years track record. What, what more do you want? Right. Right. Well, that's it. And so you sit there, but you know what, what I know your audience is thinking and, and it's all part of what I went was going through and what you went through is the process of obtaining capital, whether I'm a startup or I'm a mature business, right. And I'm going to go as a startup to friends and family, or I'm going to go to an angel investor or somebody who I think would help me out in the community who's a business person and, you know, show them what I'm doing for business and see if I can get funding or, I'm a couple of years in and I'm capable of having dialogue with a bank to grow or buy equipment or expand or buy my building I'm in, something, right, is the feeling that we all get about thinking about going for financing is at best somewhere is around uncertain to maybe a little trepidation, right? Yeah. All the way, the other way to absolute dread, <laughs> exactly. Right. And, and so that's what we set out to solve. You know, and it's funny, if I meet, if I talk to you, I can talk to anybody who's in the audience, right? And I say, hey, you know, what are you doing for, let's say the next holiday where there'd be a picnic, Memorial Day, right? And you say, oh, we're going to have a picnic, right? And I say, you're going to invite who? And, and I say, you're going to invite your banker? <laughs> Nobody wants to be friends with a bank. You invite your dentist. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like you just think of pain in your business career and who generates it, right? And it's like the idea of of, of going into a bank and asking for an investment in your or a loan for your company is just not something that any of us ever felt confident doing, even though some of us, and I use my numbers in my bio just to give people a context. All of that all of everything I did, most of it was commercial bank. And I was never, I could never be comfortable to predict how they were going to behave. You know, you're, and the deals would get bigger and you'd ask for capital and they give you less. And you say, why are you giving me less? You know, I don't understand your underwriting. I don't understand your metrics. Behind the big curtain is however you're analyzing me and nobody will tell us out here how they do it. You know, think of it, Jim. You've gone for a business credit card ever, right? Mm -hmm. And you get your credit card and there's, they give you some type of a balance, right? They say, okay, you can, you can use up to this much balance for your card, right? They pick a number. And did you ever look at it and say, how did they get that number? I wondered that all the time. Right. I mean, everybody listening. Yeah. How did they get that? You know, I applied for a card. They gave me a $8,000, dollars $40,000, you know, line on the card. It's like, well, how did they arrive at that? None of us know. Right. So again, we, we, I sought out to correct that because it's like, I'm just one of those guys that likes predictability. 
in the finance stream of my business. And you know, when you're a real estate person, you've always got collateral back stuff behind you. And in my business, you can, you know, imagine when I started was in the eighties, I've been through three recessions and you come, you go in them and you come out of them. And the only way you survive them is by having whatever you're dealing with on the debt side in complete control. So for me, it was driving me crazy with having unpredictability in that space, not being able to know, okay, I have this thing I want to do. How much are they going to give me? Are they going to give me what I'm asking for? Or I need a credit line for something. Or yeah, I need- John, let me jump in here real quick. Cause yeah. when you're, I mean, doing $50 million through, you know, a real estate development, I mean, that's not like flipping, you know, a couple $80,000. Well, keeping right? in mind though, my first transaction was 30,000. Okay. You know, but you, but you did this for my memory's correct, 25, 26 years. Yeah. yeah. And even after that level of uh, accomplishment and that track record, it's still, you're saying it still proved to be um, a problem to get the financing you needed. I can go sit in the developer <laughs> council meetings today, which I go to, and there's people in that room that are 10 times my size. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and to a person, the commercial bank process concerns all of them. And they're all professional people who've borrowed and returned plenty of dollars. It's not that. It's just the unpredictability of it. What are they going to give me? I need financing to do this deal. Leverage is how we grow. We're going to buy a building. We're going to start paying, having the tenants pay the principal and interest for us. All those wonderful things that we get taught as property investors that build this equity over time. But how do we do transaction after transaction if we keep having to pour all this down payment capital into the deal? So unless we have money treats, where are we getting our down payment from? Well, we private equity. But then how do you justify that cost in a transaction? So I think there's some people listening that are have light bulbs, or they're, they're probably grinning a little bit because I mean, at the root of entrepreneurialism is solving a problem. So you had your own problem financing, and then you go to these meetings, development meetings you talk about, and everybody's wearing, and you're like, hmm, if I could fix that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, is that what led to the is that what led to the software? Well, part of it. And then so where where the software and then the other thing we set out to solve is that that feeling of oh my gosh, I'm going to get embarrassed and rejected at the bank. Right. Right? I mean horrible, right? You walk into the bank, you say, "Ah, they're never going to give me the money." How do you know? Right? So then ultimately you decide to go online into some space and throw in information that they wanted. And this is how I got involved in the, in the software itself is I had all of these feelings as a business person successfully borrowing tens of millions of dollars from institutions and returning it, never an issue. It's just to return it. It's just getting it and getting it the right way was always a concern. So we came through the last recession and I had a property where I probably had a loan to value of 30% on it. It just, there, it wasn't even something that was on my books that was even a mild concern other than I had a maturity date coming up. I'm going to tell you it was like January and um, this could have been 2012, 13, 14. I, you know, the, the years blend when you're our age. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's back after that last recession. And the bank says to me, hey, we're going through a buyout. So we want you to get this piece off of our balance sheet. And I said, okay, I'm, I'm sure in five months. And they're like, yeah, we know you can do it. So we'd like you to do that. And I said, well, what happens if I don't? Banker says, well, uh, you know, we have to take the property. <laughs> like, You're kidding me. 
<laughs> I mean, this is not something I'm accustomed to ever, right? So I'm sitting there going, what? So now I'm scrambling. I've got five months. So I'm calling the usual big bank suspects. And I'm saying, hey, this is what I've got. I'm, this is a good cash flowing. Everything's in good shape on this deal. I'm good. I'd like to move it from a refinance to your institution. And nobody's jumping for joy because it's still that world of post-recession lending that was a lot tougher than it is today, right? Right. So now I'm like, I got to solve this, Jim. So now I'm Googling for a resolution. Now you're sitting there and you've got all the, all the history you've built up, all the reputation you've built, your, your credit, your this, the, that, and, and you're online and these piece, people want you to put in your social security number, upload your financials, and they'll find you lenders. And I'm like, it's not happening. There's just no way I'm putting my personal information like that into some online portal. Right. You know, they t- and, and whenever anybody says on an online portal, it's free, please. You know, they might have 10 million people. They're telling me they served. I just am not one of them. I just can't feel comfortable giving my info out. So I'm like, I'm called, so I called a couple of commercial realtors and one of them goes, well, you got to meet this guy, Dan Crowley. Crowley will hook you up. He's out there solving a lot of problems for everybody in the space right now. So, I call him, right? And his voicemail's full. <laughs> yeah. great. I'm like, this is great, right? But he calls me right back. And um, he says, so he goes, yeah. I said, I said, boy, your voice is full. He goes, yeah, I'm real busy, man. What can I do for you? It's awesome, right? <laughs> so he agrees to meet me. And, you know, as you hear me tell these stories before, they, we met in a diner. And he and I shouldn't be in a diner at our age. You know, and it's it's sausage and bacon and eggs for breakfast. Diners. And scrapple. It, oh, my the place is awesome. But really, <laughs> you know, us, I mean, our doctors would be freaking out. So we're sitting there and he brings his laptop and he tells me to bring my numbers on the transaction. Right. So I give him my income and expense on the deal and he's tapping away. And I'm picturing me in a little booth and I'm staring at the back of his laptop screen. Right. And he's tapping away. And this takes about five minutes. And then he turns around the computer and there's this big word art go on the screen, you know, and you have to know Dan, Dan's just one of the most awesome heartfelt entrepreneurs on the planet. And, but he loves his word art stuff. Right. So it's a big go. And I'm like looking at it going, what does that mean? And he goes, ah, he goes, that means that your transaction is a go to application at a commercial bank. And I said, well, how'd you figure that? And he goes, well, he goes, I just vetted your transaction in my software against common commercial bank guidelines. And it tells me if you're likely a stop or a go to an application. And he goes, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to print out one piece of paper, which is the result of my software. I'm going to distribute it to a handful of lenders that I work with. And by Friday, you'll have an LOI on the deal, which is exactly what happened. But I don't know what that is at that point. And I'm sitting there and my acute need to solve my financing gym, right? Changes to where my entrepreneur spirit hat comes on. And I'm like, what does he have in that computer? That was awesome. How did he do that? Right? Cause you know, I'm sitting there. What do you mean? I'm a go. And so I said to him, what do you mean it's your software? He goes, yeah. He goes, when I, he worked at one of the largest money center banks in the country and he was involved in starting their small business platform back in the day, right? And he says, so when I left there, I needed something to work with my clients with. So I wrote my own software to be able to vet against commercial bank guidelines. And I update it periodically over time for current regulations. And, you know, this is how I can, and I've, I've done over 
three to four billion dollars worth of vetting for people on commercial real estate and or business loans, term loans, credit lines over the last 15, 20 years. And I said, really? And I said, so I want that. How do I get that for my computer so I can do this for me, right? I want to be able to vet a deal before I, and he goes, well, you can't have it. And I'm looking at him going, what do you mean I can't have it? <laughs> and he goes, no, it's, it's not that I won't give it to you. It's just, it's mine. I wrote it. It's in my computer. I have no way to give it to you. Mm. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, so do you realize the angst that in the anxiety you just saw for me? with this, by you telling me this is off my shoulders now and I'm a go. And he says, oh yeah. He goes, I get that all the time. People hug me after these meetings. <laughs> he said, I'm not gonna hug you. But I mean, have you ever thought about getting this into the market in general? I mean, you know how many people, Dan, are sitting here who must feel like me right now, who are so anxious over having the need to solve a financing problem and have no idea if they're gonna get it done and, you know, I could DIY this. And then before I even speak to the bank, no. And he says, yeah, I have thought about it. I just am so busy in my consultancy. I haven't gotten to it yet. And he goes, you know, putting stuff in the cloud is not my expertise. And I said, well, I think I, I, I know how to do that. So would you like to partner? And ultimately from there, we did. That's awesome. And, and that's how, that's the backstory of how this all started. I'm no different than anybody else who's out there listening who needed to fund something and wasn't sure I was going to be able to get it done and get what I needed for my business. And I just happened to meet Dan who had that tool. So let's dive into the software a little bit, John. How does it actually work to empower a commercial borrower, not a bank, but somebody, whether business owner, real estate developer, somebody who needs to borrow money commercially, how does it, how does it help them do that? So from the day that Dan and I decided to partner, you can imagine the amount of time, dollars, and effort that goes into taking a, a software that somebody's written for themselves and converting it into something that's in the cloud. So today you've got commercialandsuccess.com and there is the software where you log in and you need a unique username password. It's a secured portal to get in. It functions like TurboTax. You work behind a secure area on your information. So when you go into the software, you're, you're prompted with some very simple inputs on your transaction. If you're going for a business credit line, there's a series of simple questions you, you get asked and you put in the answers. If you're going for a property transaction, you're going to get asked for how many units is it, is it, you know, in, what's the income expenses, et cetera. And then when you've done all of that and there's unique tool tips along the way to make it a very intuitive, simple experience, it should take no more than five minutes to do any inputting in any of our screeners for your transaction. And you're going to hit run analysis. And when you do, the software is going to tell you if you're likely a stop or a go to a commercial bank application. So picture yourself when you're about to hit that run analysis button. I mean, you don't know if you can fund this or not, right? And then all of a sudden it says go. Well, you should feel pretty good. Yeah, exactly. And if you follow what's in our resource center for how we recommend you present your result of the software to the lenders, what it is is totally different than how you're doing it today. Today, be it if I want a credit line or if I want to buy a building. If you and I went to buy a building today, we were going to the bank, what would you prepare? Of, of whole, your whole dossier, right? Yeah. 
right? And you're going to walk into the bank with me and we're going to sit with a banker, make an appointment, and we're going to start saying, here's our executive summary, here's our numbers, here's this all good stuff. But what is going to happen when we leave the bank? He's going to put all that into some of his programs or run it by some knucklehead. <laughs> what are you and I going to do? We're going to bite our nails until we hear right. from them. We're going to wait. Yep. You and I hate waiting. Everybody on this call who's a business owner today hates waiting. This is why we have these little phones attached to us, right? We can right. get instant gratification everywhere. So why should we be waiting for the bank anymore, right? Why can't we have them tell us, hey, you're good. We just have to verify everything you told us. <laughs> so, so let's change the conversation. So what you asked me is how does it empower me? Right. So the result of the software is one sheet of paper. And today you download, print, and share that with the lender of your choice, either in your community or you find one anywhere, right? And you send in your one sheet of paper, which is consumable by a lender in one minute or less. And it gives the lender all the key metrics that they look for to determine if they want to continue the conversation about lending with you. So what we tell people to do is send your one sheet, deliver it in person, or we, we, you and I wouldn't even bring our whole dossier. We'd walk in with our one sheet, put it down, and we'd say to the banker, hey, we got involved with third-party software that we bought online that vets our transaction against common commercial bank guidelines. It says it's a go. Here's the one sheet result. Have a look. Tell us if you'd like to continue the conversation with us. And then you don't speak. Right. They're at the banker. That's empowerment right there. Right? So it changes it. But we, how many times would we walk in the bank with our hat in our hand? Now we walk in with a one sheet and say, hey, accept pass. Right? You want to continue? Because if you don't, I'll go across the street. Right? Now the banker looks at it and says, whoa. <laughs> right? And all of a sudden, they want to continue the conversation because you just gave them what they need in the first minute of the conversation. Right. So you've, you've pre-qualified through, through the software. So how does somebody know, how does somebody know if their transaction is going to be eligible for a loan before they go in? This is, this is exactly what that sheet of paper tells you. Sure. So what it is, is we have a, we call them screeners. Um, our software is divided into different, different elements of user base. So we have one for an apartment property, which is a rental property of more than five units. We have one for a commercial property, which is any commercial plaza property that you can dream up, could go through it. And we have one for mixed use where you have a residential and a commercial component in it. We also have one for a business credit line, term loan, equipment loan, or credit card. And then we have one for an SBA loan. So depending upon what property or what type of loan that you want, I've pretty much covered most of the main facilities that any of us are going to ever ask for. And you fill out that screener and you, again, you provide the information that it asks for from your business numbers that you already have. And it tells you, if, you know, what the, how the bank is likely to react. So now you're empowered, right? Because you're sitting there saying, hey, I know I'm good. I just got to find a bank that'll do it. Right. So, um, John, you wrote a book also, which I know is on Amazon, Commercial Loan Success, A Guide to uh, Lender Financing. And, you know, one of the things that um, in chapter two is how to prepare you and your business to raise capital. Yep. I know you, I know the software we're talking about will tell you if you're a go or not, but should should you be prepared to do things 
even before using your software? Or does the software, if it's a no-go, tell you what to do? Yeah, so if it's a no-go, it recommends areas that you need to improve to be lendable based on the transaction you asked for, which is great. But you know, you bring up a great point. When you can imagine the banker's reaction to our software, and the bankers tell us, they, they, you know, as we interview the bankers, the bankers, and again, I'm a guy who's partnered with a banker. So we have the odd couple. We have me as the entrepreneur, him as the banker. It's classic, yeah. you know? So, but he, you know, what they all tell me from that side of the table is, hey, we hate rejecting you guys. We don't like telling you no. We're community builders. But what happens is a lot of you come into us and you are either unprepared or you have unrealistic expectations of what we can do. And today the statistics are horrible. I mean, anywhere, depending upon what you read, anywhere from 50% to you know, 30 to 50% of all loan requests get denied or get underfunded. So, I mean, the numbers are staggering on all of us not getting what we ask for. So with the preparation part, these are just things we learned over the years and we actually include our one sheet in it. But even though I can start the conversation empowered with a banker, the banker is still going to verify everything I tell them. Right. So you need to be prepared. And if you want your transaction to go efficiently, you just take the time in the front end to anticipate like any good business person would, right? You anticipate what's coming next from something that you put in motion. So when you tell the banker, here's my one sheet, and the banker says, hi, I'm, I'm liking this. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. Right? You're, you're good. I mean, they, they like your deal, but they're going to need. And they have a whole list of things they're going to need. And in chapter two, whether you're going for private capital from friends, families, angel investors, or, or other, or you're going to an institutional lender like a bank, they do have different things that they want you to have. And we always say, look, prepare it ahead of time. You look so much more professional if you're totally prepared. If a banker says to me, all right, we're good. I need some tax returns. Good. I've got them done. Here's the files. Yeah. Now, if I don't have them, it's okay. You know, the numbers worked. So we have issues in the file. The banker was more likely to help us with issues in the file if we have numbers that work on the transaction. And people so, need to realize that the banker is human. They are there. If you can fit into their box, they'll lend to you. Sometimes they have to help you in the door. John, does your book or the software help you to know which banks to go to? I remember, I mean, I'm literally going back probably, I don't know, 12 years, maybe 15 years when I tried to do this. Um, and I remember asking my CPA, because, I mean, there's a bank on every corner in the town I used to live in. I mean, there's more banks than Starbucks, it seemed. And I'm like, <laughs> I said, Scott, which banks are entrepreneur friendly, right? Because obviously I'm not doing two and a half million dollars a year. And, you know, what bank? And he gave me the name of two banks, which he had relationships with. And again, they looked at me across the desk like, you know, how do people know which banks are going to be friendly for the type of either the type of business or the size of their business? And, and, you know, that's a great question for us. So, so 2.0 of our software today, it's a download, print and share your one sheet with one of those banks on the corner that you may or may not know today. We've got it now where we're, we're right on the cusp of launching our digital platform. And in our digital world, what we've done is we've scoured around the country for the deal-ready bankers, the ones that are actually lending. And we've invited them into our digital platform where 
our, our users can now connect to the banker digitally with their one sheet. And you listen to this fun. I just love this thing. So, so we, we built this in conjunction with feedback from the bankers. So we send you, you as the customer send your one sheet to the lender and it blocks out your name and your contact information mm. and your address. It only gives the banker the zip code you're in. Okay. Right. Which is how it determines which bank is going to take the transaction to look at. And then it says to the bank, so then it shows the banker all the metrics and it says to the banker, accept or pass. That's it. Two buttons, one green, one red, accept or pass on the connection request with this CLS user. <laughs> right. Wow. So the banker accepts your contact information's revealed and you begin an off-platform conversation with the lender. And what I like to tell people is what's coming in our platform is this. Right now, it's 1130 East Coast. I should be able to send my one sheet on whatever I'm doing to my lender that I choose inside the software now. By quarter of 12 to 1230 at the latest, I should get an answer. Do they want to meet me or not? Accept pass, mm. right? If they accept they re I get revealed their contact info. They reveal mine. Now I can call the banker at 1230. So you like my one sheet. Now in my book, I say there's a couple of series of questions that you might want to go through with the lender before you commit time to them. But nevertheless, they've accepted they want to meet you, which means they are lending in your space and they like what they see, right? So it's 1230. I should be able to schedule that banker for three o'clock. I should be able to have a better answer from that banker by 4.30 today. You know, what's brilliant about that. And by the way, you told me the time I'm, I'm having so much fun. I forgot. We're at, we're at uh, the bottom of the hour. Do, do you have five to seven minutes just to keep going? I do. This is so, too much so fun. So for the listeners who are like, Jim, finish up already. We're going to yeah. go another five to seven minutes to deal with it. <laughs> so, John, I'm curious. One of the things I love about what you just described with the 2.0 process, two very strong things in marketing, one's curiosity, right? And the other's FOMO, fear of missing out. So the banker, he sees this information, which is a go by probably his standards, but he doesn't get to know who it is. <laughs> He's actually got to raise his hand and say, I'm interested before you go in and with your hat in hand. Right, which is the reversal of everything else in the market. Everything right. else wants me, and this is my, my experience right from the beginning. They want me to put in my information, my deal, potentially my social security and upload my financials. And then they'll like, they'll happily match me with a handful of lenders that between now and three weeks from now might make me a proposal. That's awesome. Hey, you know, John, how, how can somebody um, avoid, you know, what might be described as predatory or high interest rates for people who don't follow stocks and interest rates and this, because we're so busy in our own business generating revenue and maybe you're not even aware what's a good rate or not. How does somebody avoid being taken? That's a great question. And you know what it is? It's, it's all of us are looking to get put out of pain as fast as possible in business when we're looking for money. You know, when you have an opportunity to buy a building and there's competition for other people who want it, or you need that credit line to do whatever right? Expand, grow, hire people, whatever you want to do. You, you want to get that solved as fast as possible. And if you're not doing an analysis to know that you qualify before you apply, you're likely to get yourself into a spot where I was, right? Where you're online and you will put your information in. 
and you will get an offer where embedded in the transaction for your $100,000 credit line could be two to 5%, two to $5,000 in hidden fees that you don't see. Could be a 12% rate that you could have gotten a 6% rate at a regular banking institution or 7% today, right? So we take that higher interest rate or those poor terms because it solves our problem fastest. And it seems like at least my own experience in the technology space of applying for lending that they rely on that. They rely on, hey, you know, if you can get a bank loan, good for you, but it takes a lot of time and you should do it this way, it's easier. And the terms are very arduous. It's what I call predatory because we're now as business people being taken advantage of because we need to solve our problems quickly and we feel we can at the banks. And we're here to tell you, no, you can at the banks. You just have to feed them the right way as fast as you can. And that's what that one sheet does. And if you yeah. get told no there, well, we all have to do what we have to do. Then maybe you do have to go to those spaces, but at least you tried and you owe it to your business to try to get their best rate in terms. So uh, one more question that I want you to tell people how to take advantage of this. So the software sounds amazing. It actually takes and puts you in the driver's seat a little bit because it makes the bank say, yeah, I'd like to talk to you, which I think is one of the best points about what you're doing. But give, give a point or two once you get a loan or you, you get that going. What's the best way to build a relationship with a commercial bank? Because nobody's sure. going to go there just once. I mean, if you're going to have any success, you're going to be going back again. So once the initial loan's done and, you know, how do you build a, what's the best way to build a relationship? Well, that's it, you know, and so you, you look at it and when I, in my development business, I'll, I'll get prime plus a quarter now from a lender. Okay. It wasn't that way when I started. You know, so you start out and you get, you're taking the higher numbers, but you build that relationship like you just said. And with our software, you have a dashboard and you get this year over year. So you can track the maturation of your business and, and your financing and how you're growing it. And you're actually able to sanity check any transaction you want to do before you speak to the lender. So I'll sit there if I'm going to get a credit line. Well, what's it going to cost? How much interest am I going to pay? I got to predict principal. What do I think they're going to want me to pay back each month? Can I afford this? So now I call my banker and say, hey, I ran my numbers. I went a couple different ways. I looked at it this way and that way. It says I'm a go. Here's the one sheet. And the relationship now starts to get more credible because I'm doing analyst work myself versus just saying to the banker, hey, I need a loan. And the banker likes that because now I'm coming across as more professional. I'm organized. I'm tracking myself over time. And what will happen, and it's happened, happened with me, is you, you can go from all they'll give you at a startup is 30000 you know, to where you can routinely get $3 million from them. It's just it takes time to build that trust in the bank that you're capable of taking it and returning it. And it just happens over time. But you can today – just like anything else, doesn't take the amount of time to grow things today that it did back when you and I started. You can right. accelerate with technology and our tool is just one of those things that accelerates the lending process. Accelerate with technology. I'm writing that down. I love when I hear things. That, that's There's something there. So you can remember that. Accelerate <laughs> with tech. You might be using it already, but just if you're not. <laughs> I love it. Hey, um, John, somebody's in their car right now going, Jim, please wrap up. I got to go into work. So <laughs> yeah, right. How can somebody um, take advantage of this? Where do they go to learn about it? Give them the whole uh, 411. 
Yeah, so two things for your audience. One, the simple place to find the software and a free trial is getoncls.com. So G-E-T-O-N-C-L-S, getoncls.com. And when they go there, they'll find all of our explainer videos. They watch the one that fits who they are. At the end, they click a link and it takes them to an opportunity for a free trial. Where you mentioned our book, we want to get chapter two in the hands of your audience because we think that will that will help them. So that's a free giveaway. And that is at web.commercialloansuccess.com forward slash dream for today's soft for today's podcast. All right. You're gonna have to give me that again because yep. uh that, that's not like one, two, three.com. <laughs> nope, nope, that's a difficult one, but it's, yep. it's where they find it for free. So they'll go to the show notes, web.commercialloansuccess.com yep. forward slash dream. Dream. Got it. Web.commercialloansuccess.com. That's for your audience. So they can go in, they get chapter two for free, and then they also get a link to a discount on the software. Awesome. John, pleasure having you back on. I think what you're doing is amazing. It's going to help a lot of people. There's so much fear and uncertainty with this whole process. And I think you're doing a wonderful thing. Listen, honored to be back. I really appreciate it. Thank you. All right. You guys take care. Hey, everybody. Thanks for this uh, hanging in for what now? uh, Seven to eight minutes long. But John really shared some great information. Commercialloansuccess.com is his website. Getoncls.com is where you want to go. And I'll, I'll, uh, I'll make sure I put the website for the free book in. I'm not going to recite that off my notes because it's probably wrong. But um, hey, uh, until this time next week, I am Captain Jim Palmer, the Dream Business Coach, and you take good care. Now it's time to go implement what you've learned. Great ideas are nice, but results only happen through action and implementation. So stay focused. Kick all distractions to the curb. Sleep a little less if you have to. And create your dream business now so you too can live your dream lifestyle. To learn about building your dream business, join Jim's free Dream Business Facebook community at dreambizgroup.com. That's dreambizgroup.com. See you next week for more Dream Business Radio.